Welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast. Hey, Heather, how's it going today? It's going good, John. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. I am, uh, you know, I love the intro to our podcast. And here's why, because it shifts me into the state of being in a podcast. Ooh, you know, it's a trigger. Yes. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about anchors and triggers. Listen, we all have triggers, you know, things that set us off in a good way or in a bad way. And it just happens to be that that particular theme, our theme song for the podcast is a trigger for me to like get into state and start rocking it, right? Like, it's so cool. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, you know, the question is, you know, what kind of triggers are you using in your life and what's showing up for you? Well, I'll tell you, that's a good question because, you know, yesterday was our slingshot day. It means create Mm. new goals, create new habits, pick one small little thing. And so, you know, the morning sunrise ritual, it's, it's only day two, but uh, it's been a beautiful morning, two mornings in a row. And uh, just getting up and walking down to the lake and seeing the sunrise, it's, you you can't, you can't not be full of gratitude. And my energy level for the podcast has changed because I've already done all of these things. So I feel accomplished and ready to tackle. And that changes the energy for us. So, you know, just, just before we went live, you got, you know, you saw how much energy I have this morning and and now we're going to put it into some good conversation and good learning. Yeah, no, absolutely. I definitely saw the energy. I still see it now. Like there's just like, there's a vibrancy, right? That happens when you're like, you just get one one habit, one habit, one One tiny, tiny habit. You know, and we all, you know, some people think, you know, not everybody, because it's not always everybody, but some people think, you know, they have to change a, you know, a variety of different things all at the same time. You don't, right? It's it's one little thing every day. You know, if you can improve by 1% and everything that you're doing, every day just one percent one percent like it doesn't it seems so so small right in comparison to everything else that we go through in our lives just one percent that's all it takes right so just yeah make that shift you know i love so i'm I'm looking forward to seeing your your sunrise photos i think it's going to be fantastic to to get those and just to, to see them listen i try to get up with the sunrise but you know Sometimes I don't. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm up usually right after. You're usually up around that time. You're usually up Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just looking out and I'm like, is there sunshine today? Today there's, uh, it's a little cloudy, but I think it's going to get better as, it, as yeah. it goes through the day. So anyways, so I want to continue on on the topic that we talked about on Monday, which is about identity and really creating or looking at versions of ourselves in the situations that we're in. Mm-hmm. Maybe for a little bit of clarity, attaching ourselves to certain titles, right? And the titles yeah. can be employee of a company, a title could be a mother, a father, a title could be, you know, a spouse, a title could be pretty much anything. And, you know, we're always redefining ourselves by titles, right? We're always giving ourselves, oh, it's almost like we're giving ourselves permission to be a certain way because of a certain title that we hold. Mm. right and i know and and really where this discussion came from because what i saw what i've been hearing is as i look through linkedin you know pretty much on a regular people are leaving organizations and i know when i left the organization i was with you know a big part of who i was was an employee of that organization you know almost 22 years like how do i you know i had to step away from who I was. And then I I also had to go through that rediscovery process of 
who is John without this, right? Like without this organization being pretty much the center of his life for almost 22 years, right? Who is John without that? And just redefining that. And I know a lot of people are going through that right now. You know, there, mm -hmm. there's, you know, a lot of people are just trying to figure out no longer with this company. And, you know, and the truth is, it doesn't always mean they had to be forced out. Sometimes being, you know, volunteering to leave or leaving on your own because you're going to go chase a bigger passion or, you know, you're going to chase something that you've always wanted to do. You still have to go through that process. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people don't realize that. Right. So that's what we want to explore this week and maybe even for the rest of the month, because I think there's just so much there that if you're not aware of it, it can actually start to create roadblocks and barriers for you as you start to move forward in your career. Because you're, you know, you're no longer that person. Like, and if you're no longer a certain way, then who are you? Especially if you've been that way for 5, 10, 15, 22 years, right? Like, it's, so it's just redefining that. And it's such John, a this is such an important topic. And, you know, we got lots of feedback after our session on Monday, how this topic is really hitting home. And this is why we want to explore it more. But also because both me and John have personally gone through this similar transition. And we can tell you what happened in our minds and our bodies, in our thought process and our changes. And, you know, what I what I want to bring to your attention is that oftentimes when you're going through a transition like this, it's really tough to see yourself for who you are, meaning that you have this title or you have uh, uh, responsibilities at the job. And then when that changes, you're like, wait a minute, who am I? Why am I not on purpose today? And I'll tell you, that is, you know, that is not true. We are all on purpose for living our best life. But we are so good at some of the things that we're good at. It's hard to see those things when we live with ourselves. Like, I can't mm -hmm. look in the mirror and go, oh, Heather, you're awesome for, you know, list 25 <laughs> things. Like, list five, maybe. But, but John, as my coach and mentor, could actually help explore that with me. So, you know, when you're going through this transition, you know, find a mentor, first of all. Find someone that can help you with your strengths. Pull people um, and know that you know, letting go of your identity, who you are, that, that title is part of the process, but you have to have something to grab hold of. So who is Heather? Who is John? Who are you without this title? And I'll tell you, this title actually is your ego speaking. When you are grasping hold of who am I without this title, that's your ego trying to hold on to something that just isn't who you are. You're not a title. You actually come with all kinds of strengths and possibilities and things that are unique to you. And we want to celebrate those things. But remember, the title is ego driven. John, what are your thoughts? On that? Yeah, <clears throat> actually, I think you touched on something that's really important there and something I feel a lot of people don't do is they talk about it. Right. Just reach mm. out, you know, find a mentor, find a coach, find somebody that you can just have a conversation with. Because what I found in going through that experience is, you know, for, for a long time, I just sat with myself saying, why do I feel like this? Like, <laughs> I actually had to figure out that, you know, no longer being part of this organization was no longer who I am. Because mm. I, I am somebody else. And, you know, you touched on something incredibly important there. It's like, who do you need to talk to, right? Like, who do you need to have a conversation with? And getting that out, right? I know we've had that conversations. I can't even tell you how many times around, you know, like, this is how I feel. Like, is that weird? Like, is that different? And, you know, just walking through it, 
you know, talking through that perspective, talking through that situation, it helped, right? And, mm-hmm. and if you feel like, and, and sometimes talking to the people closest to us doesn't help because they kind of see us every day and they're like, I don't understand, just what's the big deal? Just get through it, right? <laughs> it was like, what's the big deal? You no longer work there. That's, you know, but there's just so much of us that's tied to that, that if you don't talk about it, I think that's an important part. And then finding that person, that mentor, that coach that you can work with, to kind of work through that, like there, there's, it's, it's almost like a, you know, if I think about the, the, the processes of grieving through death, right? Like essentially yes. it's the death of a relationship, right? It's the death of, you know, a different version of you that no longer exists because you're no longer with that organization. Mm-hmm. Right? And this the first is part exactly is, where I wanted to go, yeah. John. You're on to <laughs> yeah. something here. Yes. Keep going. You know, and the first part is just to grieve that that's, done right like it's the end you know and giving yourself permission to go there Mm. i think that's a big part of it right it's like oh okay i can i can can move forward you know i'm 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 doing that because actually as i'm saying it i'm like feeling it it's like oh wait a minute that's exactly how i felt in that moment in that situation it's like you have to like just grieve it right give yourself time to grieve it and i know for me personally, it took a while, right? Like it wasn't a few months, it was almost a year that it's like, oh yeah, okay, I feel better. I'm no longer here, you know, I'm no longer John with this organization. It's like, I'm just John, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's so cool. Heather, what about you? What kind of steps did you walk through, you know, well, outside think, of having your mentor and coaches? No, you're you're so right that this is a grieving process and there's there's steps to the grieving process, right? There's acceptance. There, I forgot all of their seven steps to it. We'll have to look those up to make sure we're talking about it. But you actually go through all those same steps. And one of the actions that you know I do with my clients, and, and I think you do it too, John, is what did that relationship do for you? What, what are you mm-hmm. thankful for? And bringing gratitude and reflection to the forefront really helps you solidify why this was a good thing and why it's also now in your past, not in your future. And Mm. that process is so powerful. You know, when I think of of the 26 years that I was in a corporation, I was, you know, so young when I started and so ready to learn. And I got so many learning opportunities, both experientially and also from, you know, job promotions and just, just being in a fast paced environment. When I look back at all of those moments, every single one of them was a building block to who I am today. And so I celebrate that. And I celebrate that who I'm going to be in the future is actually based on the breadcrumbs that I've left for my past. And so for that, I'm extremely grateful. And it helps me also uncover what are my strengths? What do I love doing? What do I, what do I, what do I feel passionate about? And not like it's a job, but like I'm of service to others. And how do I get more of that in my life? So, you know, now I'm on the part of my journey of how do I be of service in a bigger, more impactful way for more Mm. and more humans. But, you know, at the very beginning of this transition, when we both decided, okay, we're going to, you know, impact the world in a, in a, in a very powerful way. We didn't know how we were going to do that. And that's okay because knowing how means that you've sat with it for too long. You just got to go take action. And so it's these little incremental changes that we talk about all the time to create this new who you are. And, and you're, you know, you're authentically yourself. So I want everyone to know that 
who you are right now is exactly who you need to be. You're absolutely perfect. And what you want to do is celebrate this moment so that mm. you can get to the next moment. But if you dwell in the past, what happens is you bring the past to your present and you can't move forward to your future. And the timelines of this is really, really important that you understand that the grieving process is for your past. It's for who you were, not who you're going to be. And we got to move you forward to the future so that you're thinking and visualize who am I in the future and not visualizing too much in the past. John, how does that resonate for you? Yeah, no. So there, there's something that you said that's really important. It actually ties back to one of our other episodes as well, where we talk about our brag book, right? Mm -hmm. The experiences that we've gone through in our work career. And, you know, as you leave an organization, as you're no longer part of them, yeah, no, take that moment and reflect and think about all the things. Actually, this helps with interviews too, right? Like, yes. This is also for interview prep. And this also helps you get to the next level in terms of your career. But write down, you know, some of the situations that you went through that were really good. You know, the situations that helped you stand out, those pivotal moments that helped elevate you in your career to the next step. And then the other part is also, also looking at the things that didn't go so well, the mm. biggest lessons you learned, you know, the things that were like total chaos and maybe even failures, right? What did you learn from those situations? Because that'll help build you up in terms of, you know, your skills, your knowledge, your experience, and what you're able to do in the future because you've already learned a skill set. You know, it's funny, a quick side note. The other day, you know, uh, Julian was trying to get the car started. He was putting the key in and the, the thing wasn't turning, right? Like the ignition key wasn't turning. And uh, so I'm like, can I try? And, you know, is it okay? He goes, yeah, 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 come, right? Like knowing automobiles and having driven automobiles for a long time, decades now. I get in the car, try to do the ignition thing. It didn't work. So I kind of fiddle with the steering wheel because sometimes the steering wheel, if it's locked, the ignition key doesn't turn, right? So I fiddle with the steering wheel got that moving a little bit and then the ignition key turned right and i looked at him and i go you know all the books in the world can't teach you what experience gives you right and so i know true. it's such a it's such a little thing but this is what happens in our careers right there are experiences that you would never get out of a notebook like out of a textbook out of a class out of you know studies you know if you were to go to school there are just things that you know that you know how to do because you've done them and you've gone through them. And going forward, you know how to get through those situations a lot faster because mm -hmm. you have that experience. So writing down in your notebook, like writing out into your brag book in terms of this is what I did. This is what I've gone through. These are the experiences that I have because we forget, right? Forget. We forget what those, what those experiences are. So you got to write them and capture them because, you know, depending on what you want to do, if you want to be an entrepreneur you want to be, you know, working again for another organization, you can totally do that. But you have this as a resource behind you that you can continue to move forward with. It's like, yeah, even as an entrepreneur, you have to pitch yourself, you have to sell yourself to new clients, and they're going to ask you what kind of experience do you have? Mm. Say, so, well, like, here, let me quickly go into my book and show you what I can do. So John, right? what, what are some of the questions that you should answer in your brag book? So I'm hearing you know, answer the question, what are some strengths and what are some examples of you mm. showing them strengths? I also heard some of the things that didn't work out and why. Is there any other questions that you would use to activate this brag book or this documentation and this gratefulness and help you through the grieving process of changing your identity? Yeah. No, well, so the one thing, and you touched on this, is what am I grateful for 
you know, having gone through that experience, what mm. was the biggest lesson and the biggest thing I took away from it? Mm. And then another follow-up question is how can I apply this in the future in similar situations? Mm. Right. I so that's that. a big part of it. Right. Um, just cap, like just the process of capturing it, because a lot of people will say, well, you know, and I actually, yesterday I was talking with a client and they're like, well, I have it all in my head. I go, does that yeah. serve the people that you're with? Does that serve the community that you serve? Like, does it serve the people that are working with you? Do mm. they know, right? Like, they'll never know because it's in your head. So write it out. And actually, you give it, and we both know this, right? When you take something internal and force it to be external, you can actually deal and process it a lot better. Yes. Now you can actually see it, right? And it's one of the processes that we use through our NLP work and through our coaching is you want to externalize certain things so you can get the most out of those things, right? Okay. Just take Absolutely. it out, write it down. Like even if you verbalize it, you record it on, you know, do voice recordings. Sometimes I do that and I go back to it afterwards. It's like, oh yeah, you know what? That was really good. Or you know what? Maybe I want to make some tweaks and changes here. Yeah. So going through that process of writing it out is, is going to take you to where you want to be next. Right. Because it's like now you can look at it. This is why I always say, you know, when you if you're going through the job search process. Right. The one thing you want to do is you want to look at job descriptions and then determine whether or not you can fit into those things. And that brag book that, you know, listing out all those experiences that you've gone through, you might actually find skills and experiences that you didn't know you had or remember that you had. And then you can apply them to new work. And sometimes as you start to transition and pivot into other careers, that aren't you know similar to what you were doing before, but have some are using the same type of attributes that you were using in your past role. You can now apply them to something new. Mm. This actually gives you more strength, right? It gives you more power as you're going through that process, because now you're redefining yourself in the future. Okay, what does yes. the John of the future look like, right? And we both used this exercise this year as we climbed mountains and we did Ironman. Uh, it was really around who do we want to be. Right. And what do we have that's already in place to support us? And and check in that you're not connected to an old identity and trying to mm -hmm. put it into the future. And that was actually one of the things that I learned, you know, as I when I left the organization, I had a huge team and I, I, I it was it was a mm -hmm. big transition to go from supporting 5,000 people, you know, my identity was attached to that, to, you know, me and my dog and you, like that was our, <laughs> that was my team. And, and that transition, I, you know, as I work with clients now, I'm working with much smaller teams. And in my mind, I thought, oh, I need to work with big organizations again, because that's what I know. That's what I'm good at. And in fact, the impact I'm making on smaller organizations, smaller teams of eight to 10 people is actually much more fulfilling because I can see the actions that they're taking. I can mm. follow up and we can do these things together. So, you know, if I would have stayed attached to, I need to be in a big organization, I might not be doing this podcast today. So be open to how do you take your skill set and apply it to other opportunities that are in front of you if you're accepting and willing to go there. So that's the other piece. And, you know, I love what you said about learning from your past. What don't you, what don't you want in the future mm -hmm. and learn from that as well. And for me, that learning was, was big. It's, you know, I was making the mistake that if I just work 18 hours straight, I'll get it all done. And <laughs> that is, you know, now it's like, Not Oh, I, I feel stuck. I'm going to go for a walk. I feel stuck. I'm going to, you know, journal. I feel stuck and I do other actions. So, 
you know, I've learned from what burnout looks like too. And yeah. you know, so all of the stuff that you've learned from your past, we want to take that and use it for creating who you're going to be in the future in your most powerful self. And that gets me super excited for anyone listening in on this because transitions are happening all the time. Yeah, no, all the time. And yeah, no, 100%. And we're going to continue this discussion as we go into Friday and, uh, you know, dive in a little bit more in terms of some other things that you can do to help you. Like the things that have helped us get through it, we're going to be sharing with you on our call. So, all right. So the takeaway for today, look at your brag book, start writing things down, bro. So even as, you know, it doesn't only apply to careers, it also applies to, you know, transitions in relationships, right? So people that are transitioning from one relationship to another, whatever you're going through, you can always write it down, externalize it. So you can process it and you can see it. And then that's going to give you a new power. And it's actually going to help create that new pathway to where you want to go next. So that'll, that'll be your takeaway for today. We do got to run. So just remember when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Wishing you all a wonderful, wonderful day. We'll talk to you all later. Have a great one, everybody. See you Friday.